Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast. Sometimes, out-of-body experiences can appear like a total mystery. Here is a blog post from a friend of mine, which demonstrates how we feel we must try to make some sense of them. You'll find more posts similar to this one on spiritualjourneyofthesoul.wordpress.com. This blog post is called Deciphering the Mystery of OBEs. My first experiences of unsolicited and totally out-of-control astral projections left me scared, puzzled and confused to the extreme. Not understanding what this phenomenon was and not daring to tell anyone for lack of words or maybe for abundance of fear, I found myself spending more and more time alone trying to figure out the whole thing and considering what my future perspectives were. What was this? A sign of impending disease or an early sign of dementia? If something else, will I be able to control it one day? Will I be able to overcome the fear I always feel in waking up? Will this go on happening forever? And, by the way, most of all, for God's sake, what is this? Well, these were but a few of the perturbing questions that were afflicting my mind some ten years ago when all this started, and my mind would be buzzing all day and night with this impenetrable and explicable thought. They are not dreams, but I am asleep. How can I move if I am asleep? Hamlet's dilemma seems small in comparison to mine. In order to cope better with my lack of understanding and ensuing fear, I knew I had to provide these mysterious occurrences with some sort of reference or identity, Yes, I needed to classify them as best or as worst as I could. So I decided to give them a name and came up with the term physical dreams. Physical because they were so tangible and dreams because if I was asleep, what else could I call them? I also knew I had to pacify my befuddled mind so it could come to terms with its very perplexed self. I had to find an explanation of some sort, of any sort. I thought I might start by trying to find a recurrent pattern like maybe it was something in my diet or in my daily life that was triggering them. But for the love of me, I couldn't. It all seemed so without any plan or structure. I had noticed, though, that despite the dissimilarities in each and every one of them, there were definitely elements in common. So I decided to try to single out these elements and make a list, and then see if I could come up with some sort of answer closer to my intellectual appreciation. And so I did. I made a list of these repeating elements and also added a few personal reflections on what my feelings and perceptions were when I was in there. Sorry for this poor and inadequate description of other dimensions, but at that time I didn't know any better. And I called it The Shift. Here is what I wrote. The Shift 1. Unlike normal dreams, I am always in my bed when it starts, usually in the same position I fell asleep. 2. I am aware that I am asleep but move around with what seems to be my body, which is supposed to be asleep in bed. 3. 90% of the time it happens right after I go to bed, around midnight. Feels like I close my eyes and open my eyes and there I am. 4. The air feels thick, different, oppressive feeling. Many times, at first, it takes me a lot of energy to start moving my limbs, like cutting through thick, dense, almost solid air. Feeling of being pressed down by heavy air or energy. Yet sometimes I can move at lightning speed and I can touch and move things around and feel everything as if I were touching them with my physical body, which it can't be because I can see me asleep. 5. I am totally conscious and focused, more than I am in normal waking life. 
6. The gap between this me in there and the usual me is profound. 7. This she-me seems to be very much more powerful than my usual self, than the usual me. She doesn't seem to be afraid of what I would actually be terrified of. 8. I don't seem to be afraid in there, but I am in waking up. I don't want to fall asleep again, because I know I would be drawn back in there in the split of a second. My mind loved making the list. I guess it felt a bit as if I was back in control, but not for long. Come next shift, and everything was out of control again. But what was I able to make out of the list? Absolutely nothing. I was back to square one. I had no clue. But I knew it was imperative that I found a way out from, if not these occurrences, at least from my fear, or I may lose my mind. Thank you for listening. The author of this blog post has also written a book called Fole and the Angels. You can find Fole and the Angels on Amazon or at the author's website, spiritualjourneyofthesoul.wordpress.com And of course, you'll find me at www.astorwings.com Bye for now.